Year after year after year, I hear people tell me that they do not want to pay large subscription fees or for memberships to be able to get access to content related to safety. So me and my friends here at Safety FM have come up with an idea called Safety FM Plus. This is a video streaming service that allows you to have some downloadable document content available readily wherever you are. You can go to the website safetyfmplus.com or go to the Apple Store app and download it for your iPhone, iPad, or even Apple TV. It's also available on Android and Android TV, Roku, and Fire TV. We want to be wherever you are. So to get you started, you can come to the website or download the apps as we just discussed. The other great portion about this is that if you sign up right now at safetyfmplus.com, you will get a downloadable version of Simple Revolutionary Acts, the first book by Dr. Todd Conklin as part of your membership to get into this. So go right now to safetyfmplus.com to find out more information. That is safetyfmplus.com. This, this, this show is brought to you by Safety FM. The following program is rated MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls to call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in three, two, one. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Well, welcome to another glorious edition of the Rated R Safety Show. Today's Wednesday, November the 4th of 2020, day 309 of the year, and only 57 days left to go. Anyways, how was your night? How was your evening? Did things go to your expectation? Yeah, I kind of told you that this was going to be the case. I told you we would come in to today and not know exactly what was going on with the presidential race if you were going to be hanging out looking at that stuff. Anyways, we're broadcasting live from the Safety FM studios in Orlando, Florida, so let's get that rolling and bowling. And so you know what it is. It's the cycle of the news, so let's get that started and rolling, and let's get you into some feature story news, and then we'll get you back onto the other side. Here is the news on the Rising Our Safety Show. On feature story news in New York, I'm Leeling Tan. The outcome of America's presidential election hangs in the balance after incumbent Donald Trump declared victory, even though critical votes have not yet been counted in some key battleground states. FSN Simon Marks reports from Washington. America is wandering into constitutional no-man's land. The President of the United States insists he's won the election, even though he hasn't yet. He doesn't want any more votes to be counted, even though the outcome of the race in four absolutely critical battleground states still hangs in the balance. His opponent, Joe Biden, says all the votes must be counted, a position that wasn't controversial here until just a few hours ago. Democrats are aghast at the fact that this election wasn't a landslide for them, and terrified that once again the keys to the Oval Office will slip out of their reach. But even if Joe Biden goes on eventually to win the White House, President Trump is accusing him of electoral fraud and telling more than 60 million Americans who backed the Republicans that they are about to be disenfranchised. The stakes here and the risk of unrest could not be higher. England's National Health Service is back to its highest state of alert amid a rise in COVID-19 patients needing intensive care. From FSN's London Bureau, Holly Hudson with the details. 
The National Health Service has been at level three since July. Now it's being switched back to level four, the highest level and the same as at the start of the pandemic. What it essentially means is that the NHS response to the resurgence of the virus in England is being handled nationally rather than regionally to coordinate the increasing number of hospitalisations with coronavirus amid warnings that hospitals are now under significant pressure. The Health Service's chief executive described a serious situation ahead and pleaded with the public to follow lockdown restrictions which come into force as of Thursday, claiming they will be vital in making sure hospitals aren't overwhelmed and routine operations and services for non-COVID patients aren't affected. Russia's COVID-19 vaccine is unlikely to reach mass production by the end of the year, despite earlier promises by officials. From FSN's Moscow bureau, Stuart Smith reports. Over the past few months, both regional and national politicians have been speculating the mass rollout of the Sputnik V vaccine was just months or weeks away. But last week, Russian President Vladimir Putin admitted there are problems with scaling production due to a lack of appropriate equipment in the country. And now vaccine manufacturers themselves are saying rollout by the end of the year is too optimistic, with one saying what they're trying to do in weeks would normally take a year to achieve. Epidemiologists estimate around half the country would need to be vaccinated to create population immunity, which would require tens of millions of doses of the vaccine to be produced each month, orders of magnitude greater than currently feasible rates. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. So definitely a lot of interesting things going on inside of the world of the news. And so I don't know. I keep on looking around and I'm going to tell you I didn't really sleep last night. That's really no different than any other night. But as I'm taking a look around in this world of ours in regards of what's going on with the election. um, So there has been some movement according to U.S today and now the last numbers that they're showing um looks like roughly something along this lines uh, now they are calling for arizona to be under joe biden and now joe biden is at 238 electoral votes and it looks of course as my phone locks up um that trump is currently at 213 electoral college votes so there you go that's what's going on currently that's as of 1207 on wednesday november the 4th so we're going to jump around. We're going to talk about some other things. You know, I got so excited about getting the news started for you that I totally forgot to talk about the New York Bucks best best sellers list. You know, we normally start off Wednesday show with that. Um, I guess today we didn't because I decided to jump into some other stuff. So let's talk about what's going on inside of the fiction category. The top five in the fiction category is anxious people. At number five. Number four, the evening in the morning. At number three, the searcher. At number two, the return. And at number one, according to the fiction category, a time for mercy. And the nonfiction category, taking it from number five, one vote away. Number four, killing crazy horse. <laughs> number three, cast. Number two, Untamed, and I guess for the number one spot, Matthew McConaughey has been paying off all his interviews for sure. He is at number one with green lights. So there you go. There's the top of the list of what's going on inside of that neck of the woods. So I don't know. Are you having like the election day hangover? Are you hung up about everything that's going on and it's happened and all that kind of fun stuff? I don't know. We, you know, we've talked about it for weeks now. I didn't think we were going to have a clear-cut winner last night. Um, that's for sure. A lot of interesting things, twists and turns and blah, 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 blah. Uh, I don't know. It's I always find this time of, of every, the every fourth year pretty entertaining just to see what's going on and you know and all these weird things that people post and all the fun stuff and then i love how people are taking ownership rights to the stuff that uh, will ferrell was saying a few years back um i'm leaving the country if blah 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 wins i'm leaving the country if blah 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 wins and it's not anything political i just need a vacation but people are using that now as their own like they claimed it i was like come on 
Give homage to the dude. Give homage to the dude that came up with it, baby. Anyways, let's continue real quick. Let's talk about what's going on at the top of the shit list, because that's what it's about here today. We're going to talk all about what's going on inside of the world of politics. We're also going to talk about the winner that you haven't noticed yet, who the winner is. We're going to discuss that here on the main story. So let's get into it. Pregnant women are at a higher risk of death and severe illness from COVID than women who are not with child, according to the CDC. The study found that pregnant women were 70% more likely to die from virus than a non-pregnant woman. However, the overall risk of death of severe illness from COVID is still low, as pregnant women are typically young and healthy enough to carry a child, which gives... the better outcomes against the virus. The CDC researchers said analyze the outcomes of 409,462 women between the ages of 15 to 44 who tested positive for COVID and were experiencing symptoms. Others uh, of those 23,434. So there you go. If you're trying to avoid to be pregnant, wrap it up, my friends. That's for sure. Take the pill, do whatever the hell it is that you do. Um, Or, just wait until you're married abstinence isn't that i think that we used to talk about that quite a bit not like we like we you got it whatever anyways you got the point where are we going here with this so anyway something to think about higher risk there for sure anyways let's continue some more talk about some other stuff going on inside of the world here A new study found that the adult who previously contracted COVID shows signs of a cellular T-cell immunity against the virus six months later, which levels considerably higher in those who were experienced symptoms. To yet be peer-reviewed study evaluated 100 non-hospitalized healthcare workers in the UK between March and April who tested positive for antibodies. After being treated for about six months, researchers found that every person had detectable T-cells with higher levels than those from who showed symptoms. The findings are also the key to understanding whether those who have already been infected can fight off reinfection and for how long. Now, this, of course, is brought to you by the Umbrella Company. Yeah. They talked about T-cells back then and the T-virus. If you're not sure what I'm talking about, don't worry. Umbrella will be coming for you one way, shape, or form. Okay, it's a Resident Evil reference. Calm it down. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. So here you go. Here's some interesting stuff going on. Jeffrey Epstein's Palm Beach home will be demolished. The $22 million property, which hit the market in July, has been purchased by Florida real estate developer Todd Michael Glaser. Glaser said that the deal is slated to close in December, after which he will tear down and replace it with a 14,000-square-foot Art Mordone home. Um, The home is located about a mile from Trump's Mar-a-Lago. So there you go. I don't know. So uh, twenty. how much did they say? $22 million. Then you're going to demolish the house and rebuild. What do you think it's going to sell for? And if could you afford it, would you go? I don't know. You know how people get hokey about weird stuff? Because then it's going to be like, oh, we need to do a cleansing of the thing. You know, that kind of weird stuff. You know, that's the stuff that happens when people start talking about some weird stuff. So let's continue, continue, continue. Stock slumped sharp gain. What? Stop. <laughs> Stock showed sharp gains on Tuesday as the Dow added 554 points. The Nasdaq pushed higher than 202 points, and the SP 500 increased by 58 points. Markets seem to hedge bets the election's results matching the late favoring Democrats. Some investors believe that the larger stimulus package could be in the works and be delivered sooner if the race follows these predictions. Bank shares led to the way during the session with Goldman Sachs surging 4.3% and both Citigroup and JP Morgan finishing over a 3% positive. So there you go. That's what was going on with the stocks yesterday because we were uncertain times that we were going to know who the president was going to be, if it was going to be the incumbent or if we were going to be naming number 46. So some interesting stuff, of course, going on there as we are talking about it. And of course, you know, stocks in the market always tie to 
tie-in to whatever the hell's going on out there. And I guess that's important Duh. to talk about it for sure. And a lot of interesting stuff. I We're going to be hung up on the election. I won't be talking about it tomorrow. <laughs> if you don't remember why, I'll tell you why here in a few. Anyways, let's talk about some other things going on. Shootings in New York City are up 120%. In October this year over last year, the NYPD reported 137 shootings last month compared to 62 reported in October of 2019. The department also reported a very, very slightly decrease in murders with this October compared to the 36th last October. However, year-to-date figures show an uptick in murders and shootings for the first 10 months of 2020. So this seems to be an ongoing conversation, regardless of what we're talking about. Of course, we were we have been talking recently about Chicago. Now some information about New York City. And we're just seeing increase after increase. And, of course, you know, some weird things. There is no justification for killing someone off. We already know that. That's kind of not a, not a strange conversation to have. But it's something to think about here for a moment. Because we keep on seeing an increase in gun violence. And, of course, now in this case, we're talking about murders here. So what do you think as you hear this? And of course, we can have so many different conversations about what's going on. We can talk about it. We can definitely go into these deep dives and see what is the common denominator about it. And don't tell me it's a human. But there's a lot of things to talk about here, for sure, as you think about it. So give that one a whirl before we continue on. You are listening to something magical. <laughs> You're Not. listening to the Rated R Safety Show. So take a listen to this one. Here you go. Pornhub has been banned in Thailand. The government announced on Tuesday that Pornhub and, a, Pornhub and 190 other sites that show pornography have been banned. The order was part of the effort of block access to porn and gambling websites, which are illegal under the country's cybercrime law, according to Rutus. The move prompted public and social unrest along with the hashtag SafePornHub. Yeah, that was the hashtag coming out of Thailand. SafePornHub. Worth noting, Thai users spent more time on the site last year, 11 minutes and 21 seconds to be exact, than anywhere else in the world, according to Pornhub. So they, their users spent more time on their site, 11 minutes and 21 seconds to be exact. Try to figure that out real quick. Is that the average? The average is 11 minutes and 21 seconds in comparison to the rest. Um, I don't know. Kind of weird. 11 minutes, 21 seconds. Well, at least we don't have what was the most searched item. Oops, what did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, let's go down this path real quick. The Second Amendment Foundation, the Firearm Policy Coalition, and the New Jersey and Second Amendment Society teamed up to law for, on a lawsuit filed against New Jersey against the state firearms law. The suit challenges the procedure gun-owning residents must follow in order to obtain permit to carry a handgun in public. Without a permit, owners can only keep their firearms inside their homes or businesses, according to NY, sorry, NJ.com. The group called for the order of the draconian prohibition, draconian prohibition, as obtaining a permit in the near is near impossible. Here are the requirements. Testimony from three people on the application, on the applicant morals, character, and behavior, gun safety certificates, and a written certification of justifiable need to carry a handgun. According to the lawsuit to meet the justifiable need standard, gun owners must prove that they're in an urgent need of self-protection and no other alternative than an armed defense. Most residents who apply are denied the permit, according to the outlet. So there you go. That's going on in the good old state of New Jersey. And, of course, you can have several different conversations about that, of course, as you take a look at it and you go, okay, so is that what needs to be done? Is that too severe? Is that too extreme? What do you look at it as? I mean, there's so many different things to talk about there. That's for sure. You can't just really just say it's one or the other because that's the way that that particular portion is going to work. But you already know this, don't you? 
Duh. Duh. Okay, it sounds like a game of Clue, the Sausage King, a crossbow, and the sauna. Vladimir Margulkov, who has been dubbed the King of Sauces, was shot by a masked intruder who broke into a home while he was relaxing in his sauna. The intruders who tied up Vladimir and his wife demanded all the money in the home. The wife was able to flee and call the police, who later discovered her husband's body. The robbers escaped in the victim's car, which was later found outside of Moscow. One suspect was arrested on Monday evening, according to investigators, is refusing to cooperate. Well, no shit. You just killed the sausage king. So what do you think is going to happen? A lot of weird stuff going on. I mean, I don't know. I keep on talking about how the world of strange that we're in, but that definitely does sound like a clue game. Relaxing into the sauna as you're the sausage king and some dude with a crossbow. What a world. What a world, my friends. What a world. Don't, Don't go, go anywhere. You're listening to the home of real safety talk. You are listening to Safety FM. We'll be right back. Nobody's life's easy. And sometimes life presents us with mountains that seem too high to climb. But that's when I dig in. When push comes to shove, it comes down to your will to win. I'm a trial lawyer, and a trial's a heavyweight championship fight. Figer Law won't back down, we won't give up, and we never give in. Ever. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. So anyways, you know how that all goes when we talk about that portion. Okay, the 20-year-old gunman who fatally shot four people before being killed by the police on Monday night in Vienna. And Vienna has been identified as a young Austrian North Macedonian dual citizen. He has been previous um, terror conviction for attempting to join the Islamic State extremist group. According to multiple outlets, 14 others who are associated with him have been detained and are being questioned. By Tuesday, investigators were able to determine that there was no evidence of a second perpetrator, which many initially reports had stated. The attack drew swift condemnation from the leaders around Europe, including the French president and Germany's chancellor. President Trump also condemned yet another vile act of terrorism in Europe. So there you go. There's a lot of information there about that. So at least that's what we got going on now. God, what the hell, dude? What the hell? Let's continue, continue, continue here. What's for dinner? The average couple argues 156 times a year over where to grab dinner, according to a new research conducted by one poll on behalf of Panera Bread. Well, how fitting. Study of 2,000 Americans who have been in a relationship revealed that the typical couple gets into a fight three times a week over where to eat. According to the survey, it takes about the average couple about 17 minutes to finally make a decision, with 16% taking more than 30 minutes. Also, over the half of the respondents reported they dread hearing the question, what do you want for dinner? So that's a lot of interesting stuff there. I don't know. I will tell you, I have probably a hardest, a harder time when I'm dealing with a whole bunch of safety pros because we don't want to go with the standard pizza option. Because, you know, that can get old quick. You know that already. So here we go. It's about that time to go into the swamp. <laughs> so here's what we got. We're up late, and we still don't know, and we do or don't know, because we don't know what we don't know. Think about it. That makes sense. Makes a lot of sense when you think about it. So let's talk about the important part. We're not going to wait till the middle of the show, but let's talk about the main story, because that's important, and let's talk about that now. Here is our main story on the Rated R Safety Show. So, last night, there was a huge winner. And the funny part is when you hear about this, you're going to go, well, hold on. I thought we still didn't know who the president was. Well, 
technically, we don't. We don't know who the president is. or go- Well, we know who the current president is, but we don't know if he's going to stay in office or if somebody else is coming in. But there was a big winner last night. And I'll tell you, a lot of the major sources of news were not talking about it. And this is where I'm going to start taking the weird dive. Because we're going to talk about what applies into our world. So let's go for that. So, Election Day was a major rejection on the war on drugs. In every state where marijuana legalization or another drug policy reform was on the ballot, guess what? It won. Did you know that? Why wasn't anybody talking about that last night? I think that this is important information. We still don't know with certainty who will be the who will be the president of the United States, but this year the election results giving a lot more clarity to things. American voters, even conservative ones, are ready to reel back the U.S. war on drugs. So let's talk about some other curious stuff that was coming up on here. Every state on the ballot measured and asked Americans to reconsider the drug on war. Or the war on drugs, not the drug on war. Voters sided with reforms in Arizona, Montana, New Jersey, South Dakota. Voters legalized marijuana for recreational purposes. Ah, did you know that one? In Mississippi and South Dakota, separate from the full legalization measure, voters legalized medical marijuana. In Oregon, voter um, discrimination, but not legalized all drugs, including cocaine and heroin. What? Yes, you heard me. Also in Oregon, voters legalized the use of, I'm going to mess up the, we'll call it this, philocycabin. A psychedelic drug found in magic mushrooms and supervised as therapeutic uses. So that also took place. In Washington, D.C., voters were, in effect, decriminalized psychedelic plants following following the lead of several other cities. What is going on here, right? Take a listen. Take a listen. Take a listen to what's going on. With this vote, Oregon became the first state in the U.S. to decriminalize all drugs in modern times. And marijuana is now legal in 15 states and D.C., although D.C. still doesn't allow sales. So there you go. A lot of interesting things last night. But where was the major news coverage on this one? Because I definitely did not see it, and I went looking. So what do you think when you hear this? What do you think overall? All of the measurements won by relatively strong support by five or more percentage points in the election season that could otherwise come down to the smallest margin. So let's talk about this for sure. Let's talk about what is exactly going on and let's talk about that aspect of it because that's going to be the key thing here. When you start taking a look at this and you start having that conversation, how is this going to play into what you do and what I do? Not that I'm saying you're going to run out and start smoking a joint or eating some edibles or you know doing all that kind of fun stuff. What I'm asking is how is this going to apply into your workplace safety? How does this actually work now? Because now we're having a, a weird conversation. And of course, we've already been having this conversation for some time in regards of legalization of medical marijuana and how it applies to what you do day in and day out. If you know, if it does apply into the state and then, of course, there's the federal regs. So what do you think as you hear this? What comes to mind right away? Now, if you do want some more information, there is some more information available online when it comes to it. German Herman Lopez wrote a pretty good, interesting article about it. So that will give you the option to do that. Hang out, do some other things. That's for sure. So take a look at that. Tell me what you think. Because I want to know how we're going to move forward with some of it. That's for sure. By the way, Jim, I'm not ignoring you. Just kind of got a little bit further. Sorry about that. Um, So he's talking still about the other food, the food question, six major food groups, Chinese, Mexican pizza, sliders, Italian wings and breakfast. LOL. I included in the safety training all the time. Well, that's good. That's good. I mean, I don't know, depending what stage you're in, you might want to add some of these plant things too. Hey, just throwing that out there. So what do you think about this? 
Are you happy that you saw the legalization of marijuana in several states last night? How do you feel right now if you're in Oregon? Was it Oregon? Yeah, I think it was Oregon. When it comes to now this long list, cocaine and heroin, but not legalize all drugs, including. So there you go. A lot of stuff to talk about, a lot of stuff to look into. So why wasn't this conversation on the mains last night? Why were the majors not talking about this? Why did I have to go hunting for Red October about this? Because I'm finding this interesting. I'm finding that maybe this is something that we need to talk about. Unless it's a DOT or federal scrutinized industry like the energy industry, it is a human resources issue. And since that is regulated by the state. So there you go. Thank you, Jim. So there's some info there on that. So I don't know. We probably need to start talking about this. This definitely needs to start becoming part of the program, part of the conversation pieces. And yes, of course, people will go, well, Jay, you're talking about this. But what about the people that do alcohol? You know, alcohol is legal. Alcohol is not medical. They don't say, hey, go drink a beer because you have a medical issue. Just something to think about as I say that. But hey, what the hell do I do? It's the guy behind a microphone. Oops, what did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Listen to our host of the Rated R Safety Show. Self-implode on our airwaves only on Safety FM. Okay, so let's go into some calmer side of the news and let's talk about some other things that are going on inside of the world here. Let's talk about, let's go into the world of music for a moment because I thought that this was an interesting story as I was looking around. So have you seen this? Of course, the name Taylor Swift is pretty popular. Everybody, a good chunk of people know who she is, so let's not hide or anything along those lines. But let's talk about this. Taylor Swift can finally re-record her old material. Don't know if that's really a big thing. She spent the past year feuding with her music manager, Skitter Brown, who bought the master recordings of her six albums along with her former label, Big Machine Records. Swift claimed that Brown had banned her from recording the songs that he now owned until November of 2020. Okay. What do you think about that? Think about this for a second, because there's kind of a weird thing that you can talk about here. So somebody else bought the rights to your songs. You're pissed off because you can't re-record them. But my question to you is, why did you sell them in the first place? Or the other thing is, if it was part of the record company deal, why did you agree to it? And I know it becomes very strange in talking about that, but something definitely to think about. Let's talk about some other things. Bruce Springsteen with his new album, Letter to You, debuted at the number two according to the Billboard album charts. He has become the first artist to top five Five charting albums in each of the last six decades. Letters to Use is Springsteen's 20th studio effort. So there you go. Congratulations to him. Motley Crue, Nikki Six posted that he is working on a new music, but not for Motley Crue. On Instagram, he wrote, I got a chance to work on a song for an upcoming movie with the super badass friends. Well, good for him. Good for him. So how do you feel about the crew? I don't know. I'm just asking. This asking, asking, asking. Asking the question because we definitely need to know. Anyways, let's talk about this. This might be a little interesting for some, just in case if you've not heard this one. The city of Montreal, Quebec, has embarked on an interesting recycling project. Construction crews are using old wine bottles to make a bridge. A project has been launched to use about 70,000 glass bottles to create a bridge on the city Nuns Island. Similar to the wine bottles that have been, been used in the pavement, the glass will be powered by a mix of cement and archive a strong structure. A second bridge is set to begin construction next year. About 10% of the bridges will be made out of recycled glass, which is said to not only be good for the environment, but also <laughs> effective strengthening to the bridge. It seems like a lot of people here might have been looking at some earth ships because that's some, um, that's some, that's some stuff. But to be honest, not so good for tires. Glass isn't great for tires. Just want to throw that out there. It is, <laughs> and if this, if this causes a shortage of wine bottles, these guys are going to be in big trouble with a whole lot of female relatives. 
And do you think they need help emptying them bottles? Because I'm sure there's going to be a lot of my friends that will be willing to help out if you're looking for it. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. So here you go. Here's an interesting story for you. And this is getting us a little bit out of the world of safety for a moment, but let's talk about it. It is rare enough to be a twin, but it is even rarer that they're both females and pregnant at the same time. So what, what are the odds of two female twins being pregnant at the same time and both giving birth to girls on the same day on their birthdays. That's exactly the story of Autumn Shaw and Amber Tramontana of Knoxville. Okay, so here you go. The ladies who welcomed their daughters on Thursday in separate rooms at the same hospital, Amber admitted having children around the same time was a part of their plan for their kids. Kids to have the same experience that we had growing up, but they didn't expect their girls to be born this close together. By the way, the twin sisters have two-year-old sons who were born just about 10 weeks apart, which for the first try wasn't bad, if you really think about it, and for the sake of their moms. I hope that those two girls get along. And if they will, <laughs> and if they will never, ever be any competition among the moms in regards of the kids, right? I mean, you wouldn't expect that to happen, now, would you? We are now video streaming the Rated R Safety Show. I don't know why our host has a face for radio. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, let's talk about it real quick. Something from nothing. Yeah, something from nothing. A device developed by a team of Massachusetts Institute of Technology, MIT for those, can reportedly exact the condensed clean water from dry air. Without the use of electricity, the solar powered devices uses temperature differences to transfer water molecules onto absorbent materials where it is condensed using the um, the heat from the sun before being moved into a container where there is no sunlight molecules and can be collected before harvested into the next day. Scientists have warned that the accelerated climate changes is likely to cause severe droughts in many areas of the world. And this invention could help alleviate that. Does it also make it a little bit less humid outside? Maybe that's the other question. But how cool is that? Some kids at MIT, and I shouldn't say kids, I should say young adults, come up with this thing. That's pretty fun. I mean, and I'm kind of a nerd <laughs> when it comes to a lot of that stuff. So pretty interesting that they were able to develop something from that. That's for sure. Something from that. So here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Let's talk about some other things real quick. So after talking about that, so let's continue into some other stuff. A British entrepreneur says that he has created the world's first diamonds made entirely from the sky. Dale Vince, the founder of green energy provider Ectrosicity, has his lab grown diamonds are environmentally friendly because they are made of using carbon drawn from air in his venture sky diamonds claims to be capable of creating the world's first zero impact diamond the stories are made of specialized machines which transform carbon into diamonds and that are physically <laughs> physically and chemically identical to earth earth-minded diamonds and now mr vince is a girl's best friend no i'm just kidding on that one but he, let, let's just call it what it is it's a freaking fake diamond it's a fake diamond it's not a diamond diamond. Who's going to approve that thing? And, you know, I, let's just be real. I know diamonds are bad for the environment because we talk about it all. We talk about it in other things, not here. But what do you think there? Like, seriously. When you hear a story like that, what do you think? Do you go, ah, oh, that makes sense? Or do you go, oh, this is going to be an issue? I don't know. Kind of strange world that we live in, but whatever. It is what it is. Duh. Safety never sounded so terrible. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so let's give you a statistical breakdown of life by the numbers. 81% of us admit that we fake someone else's signature. 45% of men scrub <laughs> think scrubs of a lab coat are the sexiest job uniforms. That's 45%. 60% of women say that they flush with their foot in a public restroom. 40 of the... 40% of men do as well. 
53% of men say that they do not know how to tie a tie. 20% of adults say that they couldn't pass a written driving test if they were asked to do it today. Boy, is that per- that that's true out in the road. 17% of us have gone through a neighbor's garbage at night. Wow, that's, that's high. And 5% of women admit that they have taken a selfie on the toilet. Only 5%? Because I'm definitely sure that there's more than 5%. And that's not just women alone. Some dudes do some weird stuff with that selfie stuff. You know, the selfie things. <laughs> on the toilet. Whatever. Kind of weird. <laughs> Oops, what did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, so let's talk about it seriously for a moment. Smokers, 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 smokers are more likely to quit if they live near green spaces. According to research, science has also found that those who live in a leafy neighborhood are less likely to smoke. They concluded that the finding supports the needs to protect and invest in natural resources to maximize the health of the public and benefit the home they may afford. They believe that the nature-based environments could be prescribed to assist people in attempting to give up smoking. The researchers published that in the Journal of Social Science and Medicine is based is based on data of more than 8,000 adults in England. So how many people are going to start saying, you should come to my farm to give up smoking because I have green pastures? So my question is, if you have green pastures, you're willing to give up smoking. So what if I'm in, like in Cheyenne? If I'm out in Cheyenne, it's not going to be pretty green. It's going to be pretty, well, whatever the Hell, that color, stone, rock, whatever thing is. Am I going to want to smoke then because I'm outside and it's not greener pastures? I mean, I'm just asking. Just asking the question because I want to have a better understanding of it. That's for sure. Anyways, let's continue talking. Anyways, no winner for Saturday night's Powerball drawing. Tonight's drawing before $137 million jackpot or $106.6 million cash payout. So that's what's going on there. And then, of course, NBC has pulled the coronavirus-centered series Connecting from the schedule. The four remaining episodes will air online on Peacock and NBC. Superstore will take over Thursday evening's time slot instead so there you go that's going bye-bye i didn't think that that show was gonna stick this i i think that because we're still living in the middle of it a lot of people were not going to be too gung-ho about watching a show about the coronavirus but that was just my opinion i could be absolutely wrong but what do I know? Anyways, let's talk about some what's out of the things that are going on inside of the news. The Ravens, Packers, and Cardinals have all reported that at least one of their players have tested positive for coronavirus. Also, the Browns announced that they would be holding a meeting remotely after the players reported COVID-19 symptoms. Meanwhile, the Steelers, who played the Ravens on Sunday, released a statement saying that they did additional testing and turned back negative results. So there you go. Some interesting stuff going on on that side of the neighborhood that's for sure. Anyways, let's talk a little bit about some of the birthdays that you can celebrate today. If you're interested in doing so, so here we go. Here we go. Taking it from the top. Jordan Smith, pop singer, 27. Des Bryant, 32. Steven Ogg, 47. Diddy turns 51 today as long as, as long or as well as Matthew McConaughey, who turns 51. Ralph Macchio, yeah, from the Karate Kid. Cobra Kai turns 59 today. Wow, he's 59. He definitely does not look it. Uh, Kathy Griffin turned 60. Tony Abbott, 63. Laura Bush, 74. They have her listed as a political wife. A political wife. That's what we're going to call her. Wow. Okay. Loretta Swit from MASH turns 83. I I can't get over that one. I, I really can't. Like, who the hell wrote that? Anyways, whatever, 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 whatever. Anyways, let's continue talking about some other stuff that's going on inside of the world here. And let's talk about some interesting things. And let me give you a little bit of, 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 of. I always want to give you the reason to party, but there's really not a reason to party if you're in lockdown. So let's not talk about any of that. Let's talk about some of the wacky facts that are out there today. Because I think that these are going to be important. So here you go. A drop piece of toast has about 62% chance of landing butter side down. Polar bears are trying to blend with the ice that will cover up their black nose with their paws. 
In an average NFL football game, there is only about 12 minutes of actual playtime. It would take about 1,200 or 1,200,000 mosquitoes all sucking at one time to completely drain the average human of all their blood. Don't ask me. Don't ask me. If you started with 0.01 penny and doubled your money every day, it would take you 27 days to become a millionaire. Saudi Arabia imports camels from Australia. Oops, what did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, I'm going to take caller number five on the hotline, 866-930-SFM1. Going to give them a book of their choice that we have listed here. Give us a call in and we'll go from there. times there i don't know where they know and that's a men and wolf so there you go rated r safety show that's for sure anyways thanks for the call there <laughs> that was funny um anyways so let's talk a little bit more about some other stuff that's going on because we just need to be silly today because there's really no, nothing else that we should be doing because you know last night was stressful for some not stressful for others whatever the hell you want to look at it but a lot of people stayed up watching it because i've been in contact with quite a few people this morning um just really kind of covering covering what the hell they were thinking on what was going on last evening so that was kind of fun talking some some several different kind of people um anyway so that that was cool but let me give you some inappropriate information because that's what i want to do at the moment let's talk about inappropriate movie titles this is the movie mashup version of it, so here you go. Think about some dirty movie titles mashup, and it would sound something like this. Dirty Dancing with the Wolves. A Nightmare on Sesame Street. When Dirty Harry Met Sally. The Breakfast Fight Club. The Best Little Chainsaw Massacre in Texas. 
Rosemary Muppet Babies. The Phantom Menace of the Opera. A Star is Borat. Goodwill Hunting Bambi. Don't Tell My Mom, The Babysitter's Deadpool. Oops, what did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Yeah, straight silliness there. Anyways, let's continue down. Let's talk about some other stuff, some slices of some stuff you could share today if you wanted to. We moved back the clocks for standard time on Sunday. So far, I'm really enjoying the microwave showing me the correct time again. Yeah, I think that's important. More people have died this year of self-related accidents from shark attack. Yeah, shark attacks. Mm Mm-hmm. So think about that. More people have died this year from self-related accidents than shark attacks. But no one died yet from taking a selfie with a shark. So maybe that can be the next thing to try. Uh, Let's talk about some other stuff. Dunkin' has introduced its new ghost pepper donut baked with cayenne. It comes with two America's favorite things, type 1 and type 2 diabetes. A study says that having a tattoo increases your chance of getting a job. (laughs) That one's good. Someone said at a strip club, but I'm not sure if I should say that. That's for sure. Anyways, let's Duh. let's continue real quick. A fact of the day, there are about 30 million dead people on Facebook, and that's not counting people who post pictures of their cats, what they ate at lunch, and who are dead inside. There's actually 30 million people that are dead, that are no longer alive, that are still on Facebook. Think about that for a moment. Let me ask you that. Matter of fact, let me ask you that before I go, before I move on to the next thing. How do you handle that? Like... If someone dies, it's a friend of yours on Facebook. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I understand there's the whole process of, you know, when they get buried, you know, the condolences and all that. Not trying to take away from that. My question is not related to that piece. My question is related to this. Do you keep them as a friend on Facebook? Because here's the thing. If you don't have somebody to sign, like to take over your account if something happens to you, it just stays like it's active. So every year, you get something that references, hey, blah, blah, blah's birthday's coming up. Blah, 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 this. Blah, 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 that. And it becomes very strange. Not trying to take it too, too, too close to the personal level here, but I had a cousin that had passed away. And nobody had flipped over the account. So for a few years, I received things that referenced when her birthday was coming about. And I never knew what to do. So that's why I'm asking, what the hell do you think you should do? There has to be a right way and a wrong way to handle it. I just didn't know which one was which. You are listening to a radio god. What? This has to be an error. That host is not a radio god. Anyways, this is the Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Okay, so let's continue real quick. Let's talk about some other things. Let's talk about some trivia questions for you to use for today, because I always think that these are important. So let's go with it. Opening lines, name the classic song title with the first line. She's got the eyes of the bluest skies, followed by... Can't fight this feeling, sweet child of mine, careless whisper, or Betty Davis eyes. Which song do you think it belongs to? And that song would be Sweet Child of Mine by Guns N' Roses. Let's continue. Every every now and then, I get a little bit lonely. Who sung it? Take my breath away. Faithful. Total eclipse of the heart. I want to dance with somebody. The correct answer, total eclipse of the heart. I always thought Axl Rose should do that song. Don't know why. Just really always thought that. Anyways, what about this one? Well, my friends, the time has come. Living on a prayer. Take on me. All night long. And coward of the county. Well, the correct answer to all this is actually Lionel Richie. All night long, that was answer C. 
Um, anyways, if you want more information similar to this, you can go to mp3.com. They have a whole genre of stuff like this listed on their website. Anyways, let's talk about my friends at the National Safety. Nope, 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 nope. National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. I was thinking National Safety Council ever since yesterday's episode. Anyways, let's talk about the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. Let's talk about my friends there. Talk about my friends, what they have going on. So the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline is a phone number that is readily available for people that are struggling but from depression, they are having suicidal thoughts, and they just need someone to talk to. There's a phone number you can call, 1-800-273-TALK. That's 1-800-273-TALK or 1-800-273-8255. They're available 24 hours a day, seven days a week, readily available for you. Now, if you don't want to do the actual phone call thing and you want to do something via like a messenger app or some kind of messages, we can't send text messages to the phone number. But you can go to suicidepreventionlifeline.org and they do have some better options available for you right there. So if you're interested in taking a look at what they have to offer, go there. Now, if you just want to look at resources that are available, um, you can actually take a look at this other website that's known as True Right Love on Her Arms, T-W-L-O-H-A.com. That's T-W-L-O-H-A.com, and they have a plethora of information readily available for you can discuss with them and move on from there. So I think that that would be some great resources for you to take a look at. Also, we've been talking about it this week. It's been an interesting week with some missing and exploited children being found, and you can actually find out more information about what's going on after an Amber Alert at missingkids.org. So if you go to those sites, you'll get some good information. That's missingkids.org. They have a whole lot of information on what's going on inside of the world. Anyways, we're getting close to the end here, so let's talk about the days of the year that you could celebrate today. If you were interested in doing so, matter of fact, before I do that, let me tell you about what happened on this day back in 2008. In 2008, Barack Obama becomes the first African-American man elected to the nation's highest office. In a landslide mandate victory, he won a staggering, overwhelming 52.9% of the vote, and he did, however, bag 365 electoral votes to challenger John McCain's 173. That occurred back in 2008. And eight. So there you go. That's the information there about what happened on this date. So let's talk about the days of the year that you can celebrate today if you're interested in doing so. National Chicken Lady Day, National Candy Day, National Stress Awareness Day. So those are the days of the year that you can celebrate today if you're so inclined on doing so. Let me get you to the ending portion of it. By the way, let's talk about random joke for the day. I don't have an Instagram, but I want you to know how I had oatmeal for breakfast, no sugar, mixed with water, and a glass of orange juice. If you need something to start off a phone call with, here you go. What's one guilty pleasure that you refuse to live without? Common trivia question. Do you have a bidet, a tushy? Or something better? Well, I don't think I can answer that question. That's interesting. Let's continue. Let's continue. Continue. Let's have some water water cooler stuff to talk about. The average person has 158 of these and hasn't touched 20% of them. What are they? Books. So if you need something to think about today before it's all said and done, here we go. Loving yourself isn't vanity. It's sanity that's something to think about as you go out throughout your day some people tend to forget that let's talk about this real quick before i let you go number one thank you for taking a listen to the show because i do appreciate you actually doing so number two we're probably not going to know the outcome of the election by the end of the week let's just be realistic on how things have been going as of late so keep that in mind just be patient we're going to get we'll get a result when it's all said and done so look at it that way Hopefully, we'll get some information, but just be patient. Time is around the corner. We'll get there, and we'll figure something out. There's laws in place on reporting and stuff like that, so don't worry about some of that stuff. We can get to that the sooner that we get. As I had talked about last week, I will not be here the remainder of the week, so thank you for coming out and hanging out with our last episode of the week. Unless something magical happens, um, I do not plan to be here Thursday and Friday. So just so you are aware, 
I will try to make it up to you as soon as possible. Anyways, you've been listening to the Rated R Safety Show exclusively on Safety FM, home of real safety talk. Anyways, thank you for taking a listen. Thank you for always being the best part of Safety FM. And that is the listener. If you want to come out and hang out and do some more stuff with us, go to safetyfm.com. Radio stations always streaming 24-7. Also, you can sign up for our exclusive list for anything that we have exciting coming up and going on. Anyways, thank you for taking a listen today. I know who you are. You know who I am. Love ya, mean it, bye. Duh. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.